Hey, wake up! Time to rise and shine. I love Rick and Carly. I love Rick and Carly. Rick and Carly is my favorite morning show. This is Rick and Carly in the morning. Starting the morning off with a few reasons our listeners have missed work lately. These are excuses that they gave their bosses. Okay. It's always good to have extra excuses. Oh, yeah. Put them in your back pocket. Yes. Yes. First one. My snake is laying eggs. I don't know a lot about snakes, but if you had a dog that was having puppies, you may need to assist. So it could be the same thing with the snake. It's a big moment in our house. Well, yeah. My snake is laying eggs. Wow. These are all legitimate excuses that somebody's used. Mm -hmm. The power went out and I have to keep my hedgehog warm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I mean, don't know how you say no to that. Boy, a lot of people using the little critters, huh? Well, the critters are like babies, so it's just hard to say. If you have the right boss, especially. Yeah. Like our boss, any of the critter excuses. Yeah, he's not into it. He doesn't care. Mm Mm-mm. I uh, hit my head on the headboard while in bed, reaching for my phone on the floor to shut off the alarm that was going for me to get up and get going for work. Ended Gosh. up at the hospital needing three stitches. I can't come in. I can barely wrap my brain around that. That was <laughs> a lot so of much. I do. Don't you feel like the more people say, mm-hmm. the more it feels like a lie? And when they yeah. get into all these weird specifics, it just feels like a lie, doesn't it? I mean, that's it? true, but I was trying to kind of put myself in the shoes of the boss, and I feel like there was so much going on with that that I'd just be like, oh, forget it. Stay, Stay home. home. I don't even want to hear the rest. No. Stop talking. Yes. <laughs> Here's my favorite one. I ate too much raw cookie dough last night. Oh. I'm incredibly sick. Yeah, maybe you got salmonella. I mean, uh, that's scary stuff. <laughs> I would do that. I love raw cookie dough. It is delicious. So good. I always uh, warn my kids. So I'm like, yeah. you can have some, but don't get mad at me if you get salmonella. And they always take the risk, huh? Yes. Who doesn't? They're like, it's worth it. Who doesn't? Okay. It's cookie dough. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, a lot of you guys know that my sister just went through brain surgery. She's um, she's had a tough time. She just had a, well, she had a quick seizure. And then she fell when she was at work and... Uh, her brain was bleeding. They had to get in there. And it's a big ordeal. It's, you know, they oh, cut yeah. half your head open. They shave your head. They, uh, I, I don't know. There's just a lot. Anyways, we, we did. Her name's Kelly. And, and I asked of you guys if you could take a couple minutes and send her a card, that would be appreciated. And a lot of you guys did that. And so, and she usually sends me text messages like randomly at like two o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning or because her schedule now is like, she's at home recuperating, but she can't sleep a lot of the times. And she sent this last night about two o'clock in the morning. So I didn't see it until this morning. It says, sorry, it's the middle of the night and I hope I didn't wake you up, but I've been thinking for days that I need your listeners to know how thankful I am and how amazing it is that they love you enough to reach out to your sister. Mm. I have very little memory of the first couple weeks after the accident, but one of the few things I remember is constantly thinking and wishing that God would just take me. I wanted so desperately to be done with this life, even knowing that I had so much to live for. I didn't even find out until later that I didn't just think this in my head. Multiple people have told me that I said it over and over, 
and I'm sure that devastated the loved ones that I had there. By the way, she's a she's got a wonderful husband, Todd. He's incredible, and she's got five beautiful kids too. Uh, the whole time in the hospital was really, really hard for me. One of the first things that really started to hit me hard mentally in a positive way was all the cards and letters pouring in. All these strangers thinking of me. And, uh, and praying for me. They were generous enough to offer phone numbers if I needed to talk, a wow. place to stay if I wanted to travel when I got better, and so many stories of what they've been through. I didn't know it before, but hearing all these stories of people being through something similar or far worse touched me and changed me in a way I can't explain. I needed these so badly. There are tons from everywhere. I'm pretty sure I have cards from every single state and then even a few from out of the country. I couldn't read them at first, so I'd have one of my kids or our sisters read them to me. A lot of times I could only get through a few, sometimes just one or two, because I couldn't help but just cry and cry and cry. Because I couldn't read them myself, I wanted them hung on the wall that I faced so that I could constantly be reminded that so many people were rooting for me. It wasn't long before that wall filled, and they went to every other wall in our whole downstairs, and we haven't even been able to get them all up yet. Anyways, I just wanted you to know how much your listeners obviously love you to go out of their way and write me. You've been a DJ for a long time and have always known that you have some listeners that love hearing you, but I never in my wildest dreams knew how many loved you as a person. Thank you doesn't seem to cut it, but can you please tell them that I said thank you? I'm sure they have no idea what an impact they've had on me and how they've helped me. And please know how much I love you and I'm so thankful that you've been there for me. Oh, gosh. People are so good. As we've seen the cards and letters pour in, I've just been astounded Like that you would take time. We live in such a busy world that I, I know with myself, a lot of times I'll have good intentions to do things and I fall short. And it's hard, I mean, to actually go to the store yes. and get a card and then yes. write it out and then put it in the mail. We're busy. Everybody's really busy. Yeah, so to take the time to do that for someone that you don't even know. And hundreds of people did this. So many people. It's just really special. So we so appreciate it. Yes, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate that. It's made a difference in my sister's life and mine. So I really do appreciate that. This is Deal Breakers with Rick and Carly in the morning. Natalie likes this guy, Darren. They're not technically boyfriend, girlfriend, but they have been dating. And um, the one thing that she is a little little concerned with, I'm not even sure I understand this, Natalie. Explain what he does. He's doing something with his throat. Yeah, so he's really cute. We get along really well, so I do like him. But he does this noise that I swear it's so embarrassing in public. Mm. But even when you're alone, you just I just get so angry inside. I try and play it off like it's not a big deal. But mm. it drives me crazy. Okay. Like, what does he do? Can you give me, like, is he clearing his throat? 
I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a little tick or something. I have no idea. It's, he just, yeah, mm. he clears his throat and it, it's this loud, obnoxious noise. It's so obnoxious. Mm. I hear it everywhere in the house. Like, no matter where I am, I hear it. And okay. again, it just makes me cringe and I just don't know how to approach him about it. So for him, this is almost just like a normal routine thing, like breathing. Uh, yeah, like, I don't think he notices, which is even more concerning to uh, me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's talk to him about it. Hello. Hi, is this Hello? Darren? Darren? Uh, yeah, this is Darren. <clears throat> Who's this? My name is Carly. My partner Rick is here with me, and uh, we do a morning show on the radio, Darren, so you're... Live on the radio with us this morning. Say hi to all your fans, Darren. Say hello. <laughs> oh, God. Hello, fans. Hello, fans. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Darren, the reason we're calling you is Natalie, a girl that you're dating. I don't think you guys are quite to the point of like boyfriend, girlfriend. But anyway, she called us and she, she really likes you. Uh, there's just one thing she wanted to talk to you about. So she's actually on the line with us as well. Oh, God. Hi, Darren. Um, hey, gorgeous. <clears throat> How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm a little nervous, but um, mm. I just wanted to ask you. I don't mean to be, like, rude or anything, but I just wanted to know what those noises that you make are. What, what noises? What are you talking about? <clears throat> yeah, you, you kind of do this thing with your throat, and it's just a really loud noise. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but it, it's... It, it's a lot, and I just wanted to know if it was like a medical thing or something. <clears throat> well, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't even notice that I was doing that. What you say, but I mean, it, it's not even like <clears throat> it's not even like a medical thing. It's, I don't know. It's maybe like more of a nervous or or <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, like in public, I mean, do you see that people are like looking at you and and just kind of wondering what's going on. You, Darren, you, you, I mean, you've not noticed that you've. Uh, it sounds like you got something stuck in your throat, or maybe you should have that checked out. Like that could be a well, medical I, I thing. Mean, yeah, I definitely I mean, think you should. I've, you've never noticed it. I've never even noticed that I was doing. I, absolutely not. I mean, I, I, I guess it's just because I'm, I'm around you so much, and and you know, I, I usually, I guess, I do it. <laughs> It sounds I I pretty. When I'm like very excited, yeah, it's like, I mean, you know when I'm very, maybe really excited or, or nervous, but right, that makes sense. But I don't. I don't it sounds pretty noticeable to. That's just my opinion, but nobody's ever brought this up to you before. Um, no, not not really. This no. actually, oh. huh. <laughs> it's actually the first time that someone actually mentioned it. Wow. <laughs> Well, it, it does sound like a I little bit of a problem. Maybe you should talk to the doctor because you but, say it's not a medical thing, but it might be. You never know. And Natalie is just bringing and it up. It, 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 mm -hmm. It's never bothered me before, so I, I, I don't know why why she's bringing it up until now. I've been we've been dating for you know. A, well, like I think some, a few weeks. Yeah, Natalie, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to be rude or, or make you feel weird, so I just didn't mm -hmm. know how to approach it, so that's kind of why I needed help, but <clears throat> I just, it's definitely, it, it's something, you know? Yeah, I would definitely say it's something. Yeah. <laughs> you probably should get that looked at. 
It's, Would I you think, be willing to I mean, do I'm that, Darren? Yeah, no, of course not. No, sure. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would just say this is Natalie looking out for you, and as you guys move forward in your relationship, she's she's uh, concerned about your safety. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's a good way to I mean, play it. I, I feel I don't do it that much, but it, it maybe a scratch or something. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess I'll, I'll, I'll you know, yeah. I'll get it checked if you, if, if no, that's, <laughs> that's good. That much. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good, Natalie, for you. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely getting it checked out, making sure that you're okay first and foremost, and then you know, and then we can go from there and see what's going on. <laughs> Deal breakers. You may want to start practicing your British accent. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Americans say they've started speaking in a British accent when they feel awkward in social situations. Uh, I don't know what to do here. Exactly. Is that a British accent? I'm not sure if I'm English or Uh, or Irish. English is British. So (laughs) I I don't know. I thought it was okay. It wasn't Uh, the worst. uh, Uh, This is primarily a Gen Z thing. Okay. So they're the ones that started it. They say it's kind of become habit. (laughs) What? Why? Well, I don't know why. It's just something that they unconsciously do when they feel uncomfortable. Hmm. So here's an example. One woman who works in tech says that she recently wanted to let her boss know she was feeling burnt out. Mm -hmm. So without thinking, she said in a British accent, Mm -hmm. it's affecting me mental health, isn't it? Me mental health? Me mental health, isn't it? I feel like that's not British. Well, <laughs> I feel like you sound like some kind of little leprechaun. I'm sure I do. I've never been good <laughs> at the Lucky charms, girl. Uh, lucky charms. Yeah, pass me the cereal. <gasps> yeah, anyway. Uh, her boss is older, and he was like, what the heck was that? <laughs> yeah, he didn't even understand what she was saying. He was yeah. so focused on the accent. I mean, it got his attention, but that's about all it did. Yeah. Uh, some Gen Zers say they do it when they have to confront people. Like, one guy needed his roommate to start taking out the trash, and he's like... Can you please take out the rubbish? <laughs> oh, they even they even say the English words, yes, huh? the British words. Exactly. Wow. Uh, it may have something to do with British reality shows like Love Island, which okay. was really popular with Gen Z. It's rubbing off on the Americans now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Experts think there's definitely a psychological reason behind it. They say it can be a way of softening what you're saying, mm-hmm. and it kind of becomes a defense mechanism. Because it is harder, don't you think, to get upset with someone when they're speaking in a British accent? <laughs> It's like fighting when you're naked, you know? Or fighting in a singing manner or something, you know, like while you're singing. You can't help but just laugh. Exactly. Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue has several covers this year. One of them features 81-year-old Martha Stewart wearing a one-piece bathing suit with a severely plunging neckline. She looks good. She does look good. She's 81 years old. Yeah, and obviously there's some filtering going on, some airbrushing, but... We don't know that. Come on. We don't know. Maybe that's just natural beauty I'm looking at here. They even airbrushed the young, hot people, so they definitely did a little bit of that. You can tell, though, with this photo, it's like, okay... She's, they didn't make her look like she's 35. No. You can tell that she's 81, but yeah. she is a beautiful, gorgeous 81-year-old woman. For sure. And she says she didn't starve herself, but she also didn't eat any bread or pasta for a couple months going into this. She also went to Pilates every other day. So she is one of four cover models this year. The others are Megan Fox, uh, model Brooks Nader, and trans singer Kim Petras. Showtime is bringing back two of its best shows, Nurse Jackie and Weeds. 
Uh, did you watch either one of those? I feel like I started the Nurse Jackie thing. Mm-hmm. Is that where she's like killing people or? I haven't seen either one. Uh, Eddie Falco's returning as Jackie Payton and Mary Louise Parker will once again play pot dealer Nancy Botwin. Both ladies will also executive produce their shows. There's no word on the plot as far as Nurse Jackie, but the Weeds uh, sequel will feature Nancy living in Denmark. And we don't know any other casting information. I don't think I've seen either one of those, to tell you the truth. Maybe it's something new to watch. A TMZ documentary called Britney Spears' The Price of Freedom claims that the marriage between her and Sam Ashkari is in serious trouble. So they say that Britney's been known to fly off the handle. No. I know. Really? If you follow her on Instagram, that's really hard to believe. (laughs) They say that she has attacked him physically. Uh, He's a big guy, so he just shrugs it off, but security has had to step in and restrain her several times. And supposedly, Sam rarely stays at their house anymore. Now, on the flip side, Sam posted a message on his Instagram story that seemed to be in defense of Britney. Uh, He did not mention the TMZ documentary specifically, but he said it's absolutely disgusting that people went and told her story like it was theirs. So, we'll see. God, such a weird girl. I like her, though. There's something about her that I'm I'm, I'm still, like, rooting for. I can't stop watching, I'll tell you that. I know. I like the weirdness. I like that she's just like, I don't care what anybody thinks. For sure. I get really confused when it comes to tipping. There are just so many situations where I'm like, am I expected to tip here? I don't don't know. I think it's weird when you go through... like a fast food place or whatever and all they do is turn around the iPad and they want you to tip them. Yeah. Yet, yesterday I bought some uh, sweats at Dick's and uh-huh. they don't ask me for a tip. They don't flip the iPad around. Yeah, and, and they're... They're doing just as much. That is a really good point. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is what the experts say as far as five times when you do not need to leave a tip. They say don't tip service technicians like plumbers and electricians. I've always wondered mm. about that because we'll come. Uh, we have a, an electrician that we use regularly, and I'm like, am I supposed to tip him? I really like him. I, and then you don't know. It's like, is it twenty percent? Because that just cost me a thousand dollars. Do I give him a two hundred dollar tip? Exactly. That seems ridiculous. But then it also seems ridiculous to be like, hey, here's an extra ten bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That seems almost insulting. So right. you don't have to tip them at all. They don't okay. expect it. They make uh. a good wage. Uh, don't tip flight attendants, which mm. I mean, if you get, especially like an alcoholic drink or something special, I think that makes it a little bit confusing. Technically, don't they deserve a tip more than somebody just giving you a burger where like they're not even back there making the burger. Somebody just mm-hmm. hands it to them and they flip around the iPad. Yeah, I, I totally feel like agree. the flight attendant deserves it more. Yes. Huh. So, I mean, I really think. As we're talking about this. You're going to stop tipping everybody? Yes. <laughs> if you're just doing your job and then flipping around an iPad, yeah, no tip from me. No tip from me. No tip for you. Sorry. Uh, this is really good to know. Don't tip if you're traveling to certain countries. It is not expected in Australia, New Zealand, and parts of Europe. Really? Yes. And in East Asia, they see it as an insult. So wow, that's, do some research. We need to start vacationing in East Asia. Oh yeah, no tipping. <laughs> you insult me by throwing a thousand dollars in my face. I know. Uh, this one I think goes without saying, but in the world of of tipping that we live in, maybe people are confused. Don't tip at restaurants when gratuity is included. I think that 
sometimes they'll add that on and you don't notice it. So you may throw out a tip. Oh, I think that happens a lot. Yeah. Because they don't they don't announce that. Mm-mm. They're hoping for the double tip there. Exactly. Yeah. Do not feel pressure to do that. You do not need to. Uh, last but not least, you do not need to tip highly trained professionals like nurses, lawyers, and accountants. See, in the lawyers, like the nurses thing I get, that almost seems weird. But someone that does your taxes or a lawyer. Why would you tip them? Come on. But you tip like your hair lady. You're not going to tip a lawyer. What if he, uh, he he wins you some case that was worth a hundred grand? Yeah, and he gets a hefty cut. Okay, no tip. Like fifty percent. Sometimes these guys is it get. that much? Yes. My gosh. And then you're like, okay, I'll give you twenty percent. Yeah. And, and is that gross or net or? <laughs> no. You do no. not need to tip those people. They <laughs> no. say if you want to, let them know that you appreciate them. Send them a card or leave them a positive review online. I will say, I just want to clear the air and make sure everybody realizes that I am a tipper. Like I tip almost everybody. Yeah, Rick's a tipper. I, I'm I, not. Carly is the mm-hmm. one that I got a hey, come on, girl, you. Yeah. I delivered newspapers for a long time when I was young. I delivered pizzas. I uh, I, I, I was in the tipping world. Okay. Well, you so keep I get it. pulling the cash out of your I pocket because it's am. not coming from I don't me. like it when they just flip an iPad around and you feel pressured into <laughs> yeah. tipping in situations no. that you shouldn't have to. Mm-mm. It's the phone call no one wants to get. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Rick's decided to look for another job this morning mm-hmm. uh, in the fishing industry, <laughs> which is interesting because you are I'm, not a great fisherman. I've gone fishing one time in my whole life. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's not my world. But hey, maybe they pay good. Maybe. <laughs> let's, let's see how it goes. Morning. Thank you for calling. How may I help you? Yeah, I um, recently applied for a job there, and I had a, a couple quick questions that I wanted to ask somebody kind of on the inside. So that's, ha, ha, you've been working there for a little while? Uh, no, I've only been here about eight months. Eight sir. months. Okay. So how, how, when you signed on, did they give you a, like a signing bonus or how big of a bonus could I expect? No, sir. No, sir. They None? Did not. That is correct. Oh, I was, I was expecting like, is like $50,000 or something. They don't do that, huh? No, no. I'm sorry to disappoint you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys have, is there like a lazy clause that you have there? Like if I don't want to come in one day and I, I just say like I'm not feeling it? Or do I have to just make up a, a lie? Um. <laughs> I know this is. Um, That would be totally up to you, sir. Okay. I mean, I can't, like, I can't tell you one way or another on that. What would you do? W- would you lie or would you just. Tell them that you're lazy. <laughs> I don't think they'd particularly like to hear that, sir. But I mean, okay. you know, that's what you want to tell them. Okay. And then, how much more will I be paid if I have relations with the boss, or is there is there a quick way to get to the top of the company, or? No, so you got to work your way up. There's no quick way to get yeah. there. You have to put in the blood, sweat, and the tears to get there. Are pets allowed? Are pets allowed? Well, I've got a 12-foot python. His name is Winston. And Winston goes everywhere with me. Um, like, could I bring him in? Uh, probably not, sir. I think uh, upper management would frown on that one for you. Is I've got one more question. Is there any extra compensation for being on the radio? 
And then, how do you mean being on the radio? Well, I mean like being on Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. You're on Rick and Carly's Laugh Line! <laughs> A man and a woman who fled the scene of a car crash went to a nearby restaurant, ordered tacos, and tried to hide inside. <laughs> and the man was arrested at the restaurant after he climbed into the attic space and fell through the ceiling into the men's restroom. Dang it, God. Oh, she's trying to eat my tacos in peace. <laughs> this is my safe house. Yeah. And it's not working out too well. No, the woman was found hiding in the restroom and was detained. Mm-hmm. They are still investigating the crash. So I don't know what was going on. A little that fishy, they're, huh? Like running from the scene. <laughs> but yes, a little fishy. Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. 10 questions, 60 seconds, $1,000. Hi, this is Jeff. Jeff, where are you at this morning? I'm in Boise, Idaho. We got $1,000, man. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, let's do it. All right. (laughs) Ten easy questions. Jeff, if you get them all correct in 60 seconds or less, you win $1,000. We. All right. $1,000 on the line. Your clock starts now. Name a variety of apple. Granny. What county is 2C on an Idaho license plate? Repeat. What county is 2C on an Idaho license plate? What state is nicknamed the Beehive State? Pass. What's 9 plus 11 plus 13? 31. Name an Idaho hike that leads to a waterfall. Pass. This 81-year-old celebrity is on the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition cover. Martha Stewart. How many pairs of ribs are in a human skeleton? 16. What What is the capital of Connecticut? Hartford. In a symphony orchestra, what instrument is played by the concert master? That's a minute right there, dang. Yes. So harder than you think. Harder than you think. It is. Uh, The state that is nicknamed the Beehive State is our neighbors in Utah. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Uh, Nine. I knew the Martha Stewart one. That was the most important. Yes. That's true. You're right. Yes. That was my favorite. Uh, The math you did not get correct. It was 33, not 31. Mm Mm-hmm. Jump, Jump Creek is at the end of a hike, and they've got a nice, beautiful waterfall. There's probably some others, but that's one that we go yeah. to once in a while. Mm-hmm. And there are nice. 12 pairs of ribs in the human skeleton. He almost had that right. It's like 16, 6. If he, yeah. you kept shouting numbers out there, you might get it. <laughs> yeah. I figured if I said enough of them, I'd get it right. <laughs> Good try. Hey, Jeff, you have a great morning, man. Hey, thank you. You guys do. Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. Weird house rules you may want to enforce. This show is always about giving you different ideas, and you just get to kind of pick and choose what you want to what you want to take for yourself, right? Love it. Now, these all came from someone that needed these rules, okay, okay. from real-life experiences. Uh, first one, for every minute you're late, you're grounded for a day. A day? A day. No, that's way too harsh. Teaches you to be on time. I love this rule. I'm sure you do because you get all sorts of anxiety if you're 30 seconds late. Yeah. 
I'm an on time type of guy. I just you're late all the time. If you were grounded, mm-hmm. if you were punished for that, you would learn. I understand right? being punished, but I don't think the punishment fits the crime. That's way too strict. Doesn't yeah, matter. It does. How about I give you a lashing for every... Uh... A lashing? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, no using the F word, and the F word is fart. That's what it was in my house. Yes. My he, dad told me that. He said that's the F word? Yeah. He's, did he uh, tell you that there was two F words? Nope. That was it. That was it. And then I told my friends at school and they were like, no, it's not. (laughs) They told you the real F word. Stupid. Uh, Use alternatives like fluter, blarney, biscuit, et cetera. There's all sorts of words that Mm -hmm. you can use in your house. I I feel like that's kind of an old school thing. Now people don't care so much. They don't. But back in the day, that was that was like profanity. Yeah, it was. Uh, everyone sits down to pee. No. I I remember one, when I was younger and my parents, I think they went on a cruise. Okay. And so this lady in our church, she was babysitting me and my sisters. Mm-hmm. And this lady was telling this rule, they had this rule in their house. She was telling this rule to my sisters. Now, why you would have to tell a girl to do that. Yeah, that's bizarre. That's what, for me, and I was young, so, but They're I'm like, just like, yeah, that's, I don't get it. That is how we do it. So we'll continue to do that. I get that she doesn't want to clean up after the guys, but I think that's teaching really weird habits. Yeah, so I, I'm not on board. Uh, after dinner, everyone locks themselves in their bedrooms. <laughs> no. I don't want to see you. No. I remember my mom saying that uh, they had like really early bedtime as kids. It was like seven o'clock, uh, even in the summertime. Yeah. And they could hear their parents like getting together with their friends. Yeah, having and, a good time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God, we're the, sitting up here. All the good TV shows are on. Yes. <laughs> they had to go to bed. A couple more. Grandma has two bathrooms. One is hers and uh-huh. the other is for everyone else. If you use grandma's bathroom, you are banned from her house for life. Maybe you don't want to use grandma's bathroom. Maybe grandma's bathroom is nasty. I don't know. Makes me feel like there's something in there. I don't want to chance it now. It's my favorite. Last rule. No flushing pancakes down the toilet. And this comes from a guy. So he was visiting a family that was a foreign family. Yeah. And so the father told him, hey, no flushing pancakes down the toilet. He thought there was some kind of a language barrier there. Uh, So he asked his son, like, hey, what does he mean when he's saying that? And his son says, don't flush pancakes down the toilet. We had an incident. (laughs) Okay. So that's it. That's not a good thing. It's the rule right there. Interesting. A 20-year-old man robbed two Subway restaurants. The first one went smoothly, but the second one... He almost botched it because he demanded all the bread. And the cashier asked him to clarify what kind of bread he wanted. (laughs) Stop being smart with me and give me the dough. Give me the dough. The thief made a gesture like he had a gun. The cashier gave him the cash from the register. I thought you were going to say he started to hand him loaves of bread. Well, that's what he asked for. And you know that he's like, oh, not the bread, the the cash, the cash. Yes, yes. Police caught up to him and arrested him about 35 minutes later. (laughs) That is kind of funny. I know. We just put our garden in. Out back, mm-hmm. lots of veggies, flowers, all that. Looks beautiful. Yeah. 
So you were out of town when we did this, mm-hmm. but the kids helped me and I put everyone on a project. So I did the weeding because that's like the that's least the not desirable. fun stuff, yeah. right? Good mm-hmm. for you. And then I put my 16 year old son on the veggies and my daughter was planting flowers. So I turn around from picking weeds. My son's like, all done. It's taken care of, mom. And I'm like. <laughs> it didn't take him like 10 seconds. Yes. And He's I was. He's Boston so that way. He yeah. just throws it out there like, I don't care. No attention to detail at all. <laughs> no, none. <laughs> I thought it looked a little weird. So uh-huh. upon further inspection, I realized he had planted them all with the plastic pot still attached to the veggies. And he could not see why there was a problem with that. And I'm like, yeah, they, they don't grow that way. In his defense, I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't have known that either. I'm not a big uh, planter. Is that not like just common I sense? Have, it probably is. And I, I'm not sure what I would do in that situation. I mean, now knowing, right. obviously I'd make the, the right decision. You take it out of the plastic and then right. put it in there, right? Well, here I was, you know, thinking I was exposing a blonde moment, but maybe this is not common knowledge. <laughs> well, so it's still probably a blonde moment. If you're going to plant your garden, please remove the flowers or <laughs> yeah. the vegetables from uh, their container. Oh, oh, that's how we do it. Yes, that's how you do it. Thank you.